welcome to episode three of Prosper Magazine podcast. Prosper Magazine is free on Apple and Google and has articles on improving your life in terms of your health, your wealth, the balance that you need and strengthening your mind so you can achieve the dreams that you want and live the life that you love. Now, a quick one today. This is just about burning with desire. I often meet a lot of people who are a bit wishy-washy, especially in England. A lot of rain here. Hmm. Now, let's rephrase that. I meet a lot of people who are very wishy-washy. And you say to them, what do you want to do in life? Uh, Not sure, really. Right, well, the universe will provide you with a life of not sures. In other words, when it comes around to your 30th birthday and you're in a life that you really don't care much about, don't be surprised. They often look at me then quizzically and go, what's he on about? You choose the life that you want. And if you've got no burning desire, if you've got no fire in your heart, your life is not going to take you very far. Now, with young people, the reaction is very common because they're in a school situation. They're conditioned not to make choices from about the age of three. Unfortunately, for a lot of kids, if they go to um, a nursery or uh, even two, uh, they're in year one in Britain in year at, at the age of four, I believe. OK, it's a bit later in some countries. But schooling for 10, 12, 13 years is all about taking choices away, not allowing people to be themselves, not to allow them choice over what subjects they choose. And funnily enough, when I asked students what they would like to do at school, if they had choice, no parental influence, no school influence, don't look at me, what exactly would you do? And a few of them would say, hmm, I wouldn't mind doing a bit of history or I'd like to do PE most of the time. Uh, bit of DT, I kind of find that fun, a bit of art. Yeah, I'd take a science. And, you know, there's only about three or four subjects that most people focus on, and often it's not maths, it's not English. <laughs> These are the key ones. And funnily enough, I, I do argue that maths and English are absolutely critical, because once you've got maths and English, you can do anything you like. It's foundational skill. On top of that, drawing, and also cookery, by the way. <laughs> I know a lot of young people who can't cook. Anyway... After 13 years, and even after university, where they do make some more choices, they're sort of conditioned not to choose anything in particular, especially to listen to the deep-down self that's often quietened by the crazy world around us, which is full of distractions, quietened by the conditioning that they get at school, and it's a tiny little self that says, do you know, I think I'd like to go to the Caribbean and run a surfing and sailing club, at which point I get very excited and go, wow! I love it! It's a dream! That's fantastic! I love it! Whatever it is! Or, I'd like to be in a band. Yes! I'd like to be a millionaire. Whoa! This is great! But then, when I tune in more carefully, I often hear the young person mutter their choice. It doesn't matter if they're 20 or 30 or 12 or 15. So, well, you know... It's the same sort of choice, really, as putting the kettle on or making some toast for himself. Oh, my God, they're not going to go anywhere in life. And he's going to have to get a firework out of this point. So wake up. If you've got a life dream, an ambition, and it could be building a village in Africa, it could be supporting a local hospital, it could be running a marathon, it could be becoming a multi-millionaire by the age of 30 or 40, it could be getting a job in the city, it could be getting the degree, the first one in your family, whatever it is, your dream, you should be on fire. Your soul should be burning with the desire, it should wake you up each early, earlier every day, so you jump out of bed and get on with accomplishing it, accomplishing it. that's hard to say. 
Every moment should resound with the existentialist thought of, am I on my path at the moment or am I straying away from it? At each day we need to step one step closer, two steps closer, three steps. Each day three things minimum, five is better off towards what we want to do. Now that's why I'm going to tie this in. I love strength training. Wow. Strength training empowers the body and the mind in a very short time. You don't have to go for a run for an hour or on the bike for an hour. You're in a gym, it's safe, and you're doing resistance training, and it fires up the endorphins, the dopamine, the serotonin, the so-called happy chemicals that keep us buoyant for hours, if not days afterwards, till we get our next blast. Now, strength training is highly focused. Um, a lot of people who run, run badly. Uh, they sort of trot and jog through it. And yeah, it has a role in life. I used to run a lot. And uh, it's great fun running through woods. Uh, same with people on a bike, etc. Or swimming a few lengths, you know, or 10 lengths, 12 lengths. It allows the mind to switch over to other things. You know, I'm not against it, but these sports, absolutely. But what I love about strength training is that, it, again, it's a bit of a numbers game. And it involves resistance. Life involves resistance particularly when you've got a dream. Everybody around you, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Oh, no, there's no money in that. What? <laughs> you often pe hear people say that, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, they, they, it's not them, right? So don't let them make a choice for you. Or there's no money in that. Or have you tried it? Or, well, I wouldn't go into that profession. Why, are you in it? <laughs> and if they are, they're probably saying, keep out of my profession. I want to keep my fees high. Follow your own dream. Don't listen to others. And strength training is like this. So it's, it offers resistance because you have to push weights. And then you get the buzz and you've got the numbers. You've got the feedback. Am I pushing more weights? Am I doing each more each session? Am I recovering quicker between each set? And have I beat last week's failure points? Because in life there will be failures or setbacks, roadblocks, dead ends, potholes, whatever you want to call them. Every now and again we fall over. Guess what? We get back up and go again. Right? One of the biggest accidents I had was coming off a horse at a canter. I face planted. Always makes my students laugh this because I'm I'm in a country area, lots of horse riders, face planted, almost broke my neck. In fact, there's just a large suspicions that I did crack a vertebrae. I thought that was it. I thought this is lights out. Ended up winded, but you know what? Five minutes later, after collecting my horse, I was back on him. Because if I didn't get back on him, what does that say? No discipline. I don't accept the resistance in life. There's always going to be a resistance in life, and we've got to push through it. Hence, when I push weights. I often joke with my trainers saying, my business or my ambitions feel like this at the moment. <laughs> because there's so much resistance in life to what we want to do. Now, sure, we have a pit stop. We have team. We have a virtual team around us these days. If you use the Internet a lot, we have a real team of people around us. We've got supporters. We've got partners. We've got family, etc. Many of them should be behind us. And if they're not, minimize your time with them. Don't hang around with the people going, oh, I wouldn't do that if I you. Why are you doing that? You know, get a lot of that in this country, I can tell you from growing up in sort of semi-working class, middle class environment. Oh, no, seems too much work. Oh, God, blimey. <laughs> Genetics shows that people in, in England, uh, and Scotland and Wales and Ireland and Cornwall, have not moved around much for over... 2,000 years. <laughs> Sometimes you can tell that. Some, oh, I wouldn't go out of the village if I were you. Oh, blimey. Now, <laughs> we've got our team. We've got the pit stop. We've got the people who are going to cheer us on and support us, who love us quietly or, you know, with enthusiasm. It doesn't matter. But ultimately... 
The dream is ours to pursue. We can only do it for ourselves. No one else pushes the weights. And that's why I love the metaphor. I love the analogy. I love being on the weights machine. Whatever I'm doing, whether it's a back squat with free weights, etc. I've got to push it. And it's like that with the dreams in life. And sometimes you push a weight which suddenly your muscles fail, you fall back, you don't quite get it. But that's okay because the next time you're going to beat it. And I did that today. That's why I'm so buoyant, full of energy. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. So go for a run, go for a swim, go for a bike ride or get a personal trainer to help you around the weights because a lot of people make a mess of themselves in the weights room. Oh, you should see what you see. So it's a bit embarrassing at times and do a lot of injuries. Uh, We don't want to do that. Get a professional to help you working with what your needs are with your strength training program unique for you and then build up Get those endorphins going. And remember, this is not just a metaphor. It is like real life. It's resistance training. And you get stronger, you can break through the resistance, men or women. Wow. Go for it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. And um, look forward to seeing any comments or thanks. Or if you you can like this, because this is all brand new. I'm hoping to make an impact on the world by empowering people to do what they want to do and live the life they love. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. Cheers. See you in the next episode.